Hello and welcome to the Journeys to Wellness podcast with Jane and Luke. We're here to support you on your own journey to wellness. In this episode, we talk about managing stress, dealing with stress, and give some really good tools to support you in your life with any stress that you might be experiencing. I actually give a pretty good introduction in the actual podcast recording, so I won't keep you here in the intro for too long, but I hope you enjoy this podcast and maybe take a few things away from that, even if that is just one of the simple tools that we share, such as the stop strategy, stopping and taking a deep breath. As we've shared in our podcast before, it's so powerful. Once we stop, once we start to make positive changes we're literally rewiring our brain in more positive ways and our life continues to get better we become more resilient and choices become easier to make so i hope you enjoy this podcast if you're enjoying them and you're listening on itunes please just scroll down to the bottom and tap that five star give us a review well you don't have to have five stars if you don't want but if you're enjoying the podcast, that really helps us out. So thanks for listening to the Journeys to Wellness podcast. We'll see you next week. Hello and welcome back to the Journeys to Wellness podcast with Jane and Luke. We're here to support you on your own journey to wellness. Today, we're going to be talking about managing stress, dealing with stress, or just some positive ways you can deal with stress and this year in particular life in general but especially 2020 has been so stressful for so many of us with the global pandemic with being unsure about work about jobs about travel about when we can see family friends again and being unsure if we're gonna just go into another lockdown or or like all of these things that we've all been dealing with so we thought it would be really cool to talk about managing stress maybe a, a bit about stress how it affects our bodies what it what it really does to us and then some really simple tips that we can do to start to manage our stress in more positive ways and so I'll ask you Jane to start off like it so could you talk a bit about stress just in general and maybe what effect it has on our bodies and stress from anything so from covid pandemic or from relationships from work just just stress sure luke i'd love to and just to say the first thing to say is stress in and of itself is not a bad thing yeah and Stress can get us motivated and it can get us doing things and it doesn't have to be a bad thing. Stress becomes bad when it goes on and on and on and we don't notice it. When it's persistent and our bodies become constantly bathed in stress hormones, that's what I like to liken it to. It feels like if we don't do some of the things that we're going to talk about in this podcast, if we don't take action and we just live in a completely stressed out space, our bodies just don't cope. They don't yeah. like, our bodies don't like it. We can't live with constant adrenaline pumping through our body and the cortisol, the stress hormone cortisol, 
constantly pumping through our body and there not be consequences. Yeah. And so, but stress in and of itself is not a bad thing. Just to say, and we can be stressed out but be mindful of it and we're aware of it. I've got a busy day, I'm going to do this and it can be exciting. Yeah. And, and that's cool. But yeah, when it's prolonged and we're not aware of it, then it can be a bad thing. Yeah, so I guess we're wanting to address more rather, I've heard that analogy, like if we were evolving as humans or when we're evolving as humans, there would have been maybe, I don't know, say that there was a tiger coming to attack you and there's this brief period where you're, it activates your fight and flight nervous system response your sympathetic nervous system where you're acutely aware of the environment your body releases the adrenaline you feel that real intense kind of rush of energy or whatever it is and then you react and then the threat goes away so maybe you run away you fight the tiger off whatever it is just this one example and then everything returns back to normal but it's almost like in our society now for many people the, the potential quote-unquote threat might be, and I think we've talked about this before, like your boss and you're wondering how they're going to react or you're having something with your partner over text and you're, you're not actually aware that there's not something you can see that's physically there, so your body's almost confused and that we can go on and on in our lives kind of with this continual fight and flight response or this continued stress response so yeah what <clears throat> are some ways like if I was coming to you and I'm like oh I'm really stressed my job's killing me <laughs> like my boss is really mean and I'm I'm working so hard and I don't know my family got young kids and I want to spend time with them and I don't have time because I'm working and like how can I deal with this yeah, it's such a good question. Such a good question. And it is so important. The first thing, the first thing is to notice it. So, yeah. and this is what we've talked about in lots of other podcasts as well, but it applies to stress just as it applies to everything else. Starting to notice what's going on. And... And also, so noticing, there, there's so many elements to this. One of the first, so noticing, okay, I've got young kids and one of them's really sick. The other one's got a little school camp coming up. I need to prepare for that. It's going to cost $500 to buy all the, the sleeping bags. How am I going to afford that? The cost of the camp is another $500. My parents are unwell. I'm going to have to go fly to... Queenstown to go and see my parents and look after them and everything piles up yeah. everything piles up and so the first thing that can be incredibly powerful is to use the stop strategy that we've talked about which is stop notice so so stop and noticing so taking a breath stop take a breath take another breath Observe what's going on here. Wow, I have got a lot on my plate. And then I can proceed with mindfulness, I can proceed with self compassion. 
And self-compassion can really help in a situation like when, we're, when we feel like we've got so many balls that we're juggling in the air. And the first thing can be, wow, anyone that was going through all of this stuff would probably feel like I do. It's a lot to hold. Yeah. And as well as that, you know, often things can come at once. So not only is your child going on school camp and your parent, elderly parents are sick, maybe your husband's just lost his job too. Yeah. Or your wife. And suddenly the income's dropped and then COVID hits. Yeah. And yeah. and then you were going to have your nice holiday. You can't have your holiday because everything's closed. So stopping and noticing, uh, okay, this is what's going on. This is really hard. And that's a really powerful tool. Just be, being able to acknowledge this is really hard right now. And then people who are listening might say, well, that's, yeah, okay, yeah, it's really hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's shitty. It is hard, yeah. And what am I going to do about it? Yeah. And so that's when the taking a breath is really important. And we've talked about the vagus nerve and that wonderful nerve that connects the brain, goes all the way down the spine and then is connected to many of our major organs. And when we stop and we take a breath, let's just take a couple of breaths now. Just, just yeah. stop and take a couple of breaths. just for a minute relax your shoulders just noticing your shoulders are they tight so let them just soften a little let your tongue sit in the lower palate of your mouth maybe breathe some air out through your mouth I don't know about you, but I've had a busy day today and just doing that, stopping, what it's doing is activating our parasympathetic nervous system. So mm. now, yay, instead of being in fight, flight or freeze mode, ah, I'm beginning to be in rest and relax mode. I'm sending a calming message to my brain. Yeah. And that can be incredibly powerful because what that's doing is it's giving me some breathing space. And it's allowing me to be able to think, okay, do I have to fix everything in this moment? Do I have to fly down to Queenstown today to help my parents? No, no. In fact, they've got a neighbor who's looking after them and they should be fine. And do I have to go out and buy the sleeping bag for my child today? Or sometimes when we stop and we really give ourselves breathing space, I've had clients that say this, someone will ring up and say, hey, I've got a sleeping bag for your kids. Do you want one? Yeah. You know, these things have their way of happening when we slow down, we stop. It's not always going to happen. Yeah. 
but then also if we stop <clears throat> and we're grounded we might be able to go online go on trade me and see that there's someone selling a sleeping bag that's brand new for fifty dollars yeah or something like that and it just gives us breathing space yeah so i really like what you say and we've talked about this in other podcasts too but just creating that space then allows us to proceed mindfully or as we've talked about like knowledge is power when you're noticing how you're feeling you can start to make better choices and even if that is oh wow okay i don't have to do that right now like maybe actually i'm really tired and I can take a moment to rest or read my book have a cup of tea like or do some more breathing because <clears throat> I've listened to the podcast and I know about how powerful breathing is for regulating my nervous system from the sympathetic fight and flight or freeze to the parasympathetic like rest and digest which is helping us to let go of these feelings of stress or anxiety or depression or whatever it is that we're feeling. Absolutely, Luke. And I, I work with clients a lot around that concept of stress. And, and we've also talked about the negativity bias, that our brains are wired to go to the worst case scenario, to think of the most negative thing that's going to happen yeah. And and when we stop and we become aware of that, we can also then think, okay, is the worst thing definitely going to happen? What is more realistic in this moment? Mm. What is more realistic? For example, thinking, you know, I have many clients who say that their work stress is very overwhelming. And when we work through it and we look at it, we can... <clears throat> they they stop and breathe and then their whole system calms down. Their parasympathetic nervous system is activated. They're not going to the worst case scenario and then they can go, well, actually, I don't have to have that report done today. Yeah. That report is not due till next week. So, hey, I can just get done today what I need to do. And just noticing that negative bias, that negative voice. And sometimes we just about have to take that negative voice by the hand and we have to go, hey, it's okay. It's all right. I know, I know you're my <clears throat> you're trying to get stuff done, and that's why the negativity bias is there to get us to do things. But you can take a back seat. It doesn't have to be done today. It's going to work out. Yeah. It'll all work out. Yeah, so it's more <clears throat> like you were saying as well, maybe moving with some self-compassion and also knowing like if you're feeling stressed, wow, like anyone would be feeling stressed right now, like with COVID, wow. And we do know like every, everyone is feeling that because it's affecting all of us. But yeah, with like a work stress or something, wow, anyone would feel stressed if they had to do all of this in this time frame or whatever it is and then we can start <laughs> yeah and I think it's interesting like you mentioned as well often things might not be as bad as the negativity bias might lead us to believe and when we start to look at the facts we're like oh yeah actually 
Oh no, it's actually not that bad and wow, I can actually deal with it. Now I'm feeling better in my body that I've let myself relax. Like I can actually do this. I can I can deal with this and I've probably been through more difficult things in the past and got through it really well. That's a really good point. Sometimes when we stop, we can look at exactly that and so, so someone a person at work it could be a senior manager, it could be a junior person who's got a whole lot of work on. And I can, when they come and see me, we do look back. So how did you deal with this before? Oh, well, yeah, every time it's happened before, I've always got it done. <clears throat> okay, so looking at the facts, so you've always got it done. And then they might go, oh, yeah, that's right, last time I got it done, my manager praised me because it was really, really good. Yeah. And then then suddenly we're taking our gloomy sunglasses off yeah and and we've got our you know our happy sunglasses on yeah and we can see the good things and think yeah i will get it done yeah well yeah i got this like mm. i can handle it yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah i really like that and i notice speaking from my own personal experience i really relate to that like if I'm feeling stressed about like oh, I have to do all of these things today, it's often like I'm not feeling very good. <laughs> and then when I take that moment to take some deep breaths or maybe I go and exercise or like go for a run, do a workout or like do some yoga, some movement, just all of these things that we've talked about that have been shown to be so powerful for helping us to kind of regulate our nervous system and then oh wow I feel really good now like I'm not just feeling bad I actually feel excited like look at all of this cool mm. stuff that I get to do rather mm. than it being like a weight it's like yeah reframing it almost it, it's amazing isn't it totally reframing it and often we're so we can be so overwhelmed by the media. The media often wants us to panic. Social yeah. media wants us to panic. Yeah. Social media also wants our money. They want us to click, 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 click so that we can look at things and get racked up. And they want our sympathetic nervous system to be constantly bathed in adrenaline and that, that sort of thing. So you're clicking on the clickbait headlines yeah. and whatever it is. And then yeah. when we do stop it, it, it reminds me of the beautiful quote that you and I may have talked about before, but it's the beautiful quote by the Zen, the very famous and beautiful Zen Buddhist monk Thich Nhat Hanh, Vietnamese, and he uh, he's like, is he 90 now? He's, he's very, very wise man and he talks about in the times when the Vietnamese were I think it was around wartime and there were lots of refugee boats and it was horrible and they had, the refugees had nowhere to go and they were panicked and frightened and he remained calm and he his famous quote is something to the effect if everyone on the refugee boats panicked all was lost and often they would sink yeah. But if one person, one leader, and it didn't even have to be a leader-like person, it was just one person stayed calm, yeah. stayed grounded, it kept everyone 
calm and grounded. Yeah. And those boats, those boats got through. Those yeah. people survived. And for us to be able to go, no, I'm not going to be influenced by the media. Yeah. Yes, there might be a gazillion horrible things happening, including COVID, including elections of people we don't particularly like. And um, although we're very lucky here in New Zealand to have the beautiful Jacinda Ardern, yeah. we are blessed. But when we when we are that person on the refugee boat and we stop and we stay calm, we breathe and we get everyone to stay calm, then we can save ourselves and we can save and support those around us. Yeah, so even if we are like <clears throat> around people and maybe our friends are stressed out as well or you come home and your partner's also had a bad day and they're ready to start having an argument as soon as you walk in the door, if you can just have that moment of calm, even that one deep breath or whatever it is, it just takes one person in a room, in a space, in a group. Absolutely, and it takes one person, <clears throat> firstly, to notice their own stress. Because yeah. often, you know, you might get home and your partner's stressed out and grumpy, and then you might have driven home and you're even more stressed out and you're just having a competition to see who's the most stressed. Yeah. But if you get home and even before you go in the house, I often say this to clients, turn the key off in your car and sit there for a few moments and breathe. Yeah. And just by doing that, by centering ourselves, we are then turning off all that fight, flight, freeze system and we're activating that rest that kindness that self-compassion that care response yeah and then we can go in and and our partner might say oh i've had a terrible day my boss um has made me redundant or whatever it is yeah. and if we hadn't stopped we might have said oh well i had a worse day yeah. but instead we can be compassionate and we can go wow that must be really tough. I'll support you. Yeah. Beautiful. And just for some more inspiration as well, as we've talked about in the other podcasts, all of these things are practices. And <clears throat> if you don't do it every time, it's okay. Mm. But knowing like each time you do that, each time you notice how you're feeling or you notice your breath or you take those moments to breathe, if it's just before you come in the door when you get home, just before you step into work in the morning, like as soon as you get out of bed or just before you go to bed, when you're in the shower, when you're having a coffee or a tea, when you're eating food, every single time that we do it, it's helping to strengthen those more positive pathways in our brain as we say neurons that wire together, fire together. No, mm. Neurons that fire together, wire together. Mm. So as we practice these things, it is literally changing our brain and changing our body to be more, more resilient, basically. So even though these things can happen, we know, wow, yeah, like we were saying, I've been through this before, I can deal with it again or oh, this is hard, but I've got the tools that I need to get me through this. I know, oh, yes, I can breathe, and that will make me feel better. Absolutely. <clears throat> and one of my favorite phrases is, I can be really stressed out, 
and I can still be calm. Yeah. I can be mindful of the stress. I can be aware of the stress and I can still breathe. Yeah. And I, do, I, I used to be super stressed out. You're my son. You'd know that. <laughs> yeah. And people say to me nowadays, oh, you're really grounded. You're really relaxed. And it's not through just doing it once. <laughs> yeah. It's doing it over and over again and making lots of mistakes along the yeah. way. Making huge mistakes along the way. Yeah, but like each time we do something like that, we learn and we get better. And yeah, like maybe it takes weeks or months or years, but knowing that it's so worth it, like it's so worth it because you'll be so much happier and so much healthier when you are in control of your own nervous system, of your own way that you react to the world. And what, maybe one more final quote to finish that comes to mind from Viktor Frankl, who wrote an incredible book called Man's Search for Meaning, which was about his experience being in a Nazi prison camp during World War II. And he realized no matter what happened, basically they took away all of their human freedoms. They took away their clothes, their jewelry, their possessions. They even shaved their heads so everyone looked the same. They'd give them tattoos. And he noticed in, in other people and in himself, the people that survived were the people that like, had something to live for. And he realized they can take away every single freedom, but they can't take away your freedom to choose how you react to any situation. And I think that's so powerful. Like any, anything can be happening in our lives, whatever it is. And especially for him, that's probably just about some of the most intense experiences that humans have been through in those prison camps. But we can always, always choose how we react. Mm. And having these tools, of knowing about the breath, knowing about regulating our nervous system, knowing about noticing our thoughts and We've talked about other, um, other sort of tools in other podcasts as well, but as we start to learn these tools, we can make those choices in those difficult moments. Absolutely. Yeah. And sometimes we don't feel like we've got a choice, that we're so bogged down in stress, and that's when the choice is, oh, I can stop right now. Mm -hmm. and I can breathe I've got I can't do anything else can't choose anything else my brain is so full it's going to explode I can still breathe yeah. I can take another breath I can take another one. Oh, I feel better yeah mm. beautiful and I was thinking as well maybe we could just finish this podcast we could share six deep breaths together yeah because that is an amount that's been shown in some scientific studies to have a direct effect on lowering your blood pressure and lowering the amount of cortisol in your blood and so this is just breathing in as deep as you can and exhaling out and so
beautiful and if that feels good feel free to continue doing a few more deep breaths because the more we do the even more powerful of an effect it will have on regulating our nervous system and so thank you for listening to this episode of the journeys to wellness podcast i hope you've enjoyed and maybe taken a few things away learned a few things these tools as we've talked about noticing how you're feeling the stop strategy as we've talked about before stopping taking a breath noticing how you're feeling and proceeding mindfully and maybe that is noticing wow anyone would feel stressed right now this is this is quite a difficult situation or maybe it's having having some self-compassion maybe it's taking some time for yourself or maybe it's you reminding yourself yeah I, I got this like I've been through things before and I can choose how I react I can choose to continue to be stressed or choose all of these things or I can choose to use these tools to breathe deep and proceed mindfully with compassion with awareness yeah thanks for listening to this episode of the journeys to wellness podcast hope you're enjoying that deep breathing trust me and trust the science this one is a life changer so i hope you enjoy that practice and maybe continue to practice that in your life see you next week on the journeys to wellness podcast